This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. I forgot how much I liked shrimp. That was a confession in one of my most recent blog posts. The reason is because shrimp these days simply isn't the shrimp I remember from childhood when I would just gobble it up growing up on the South Coast. Shrimp, like so many other foodstuffs, seems to have suffered from globalization, or maybe it just can't live up to our nostalgic memories of it. But the reality is, Americans' appetite for shrimp has grown over the past few decades, and specifically easy peel, pre-cooked, bargain-priced shrimp. There are sustainable fishing practices, there are unsustainable fishing practices, there's sustainable and unsustainable aquaculture, and specifically abroad, there are also poor working conditions that have been documented in the shrimp industry in particular. Needless to say, I'm being a major downer here, but all of these factors have really diminished my enjoyment of shrimp over the years. And you can taste it. You can taste all of these sort of compromises and places where the industry cuts corners. It produces a way less flavorful product, in my opinion. So if I want shrimp, I want the best quality. I even advocated in a recent blog post for shrimp cocktail salad that calls for large shrimp to substitute the Pacific Northwest's own pink shrimp. Pacific pink shrimp when it's in season, which is generally speaking April through October. And this sort of Oregon coast staple has been heralded over the decades as one of the most sustainable fisheries really anywhere. This is a food that I look forward to every year when the fresh shrimp come in, and I'll eat it in a variety of ways. But of course, simplest is best. And a couple of recipes posted to my blog demonstrate that, namely the shrimp cocktail salad, which is very simply poached shrimp if you're using fresh shrimp. If you're substituting the Pacific pink shrimp, you're not going to have that wow factor of the large shrimp, but you will save yourself some time on the front end by not needing to ready the shrimp for cooking, meaning there's no peeling involved, there's no deveining involved, and Pacific pink shrimp come already cooked. I chose to use the large shrimp in an upcoming episode of For the Love of Food. That's a cooking series that I produce for Rosebud Media. It's available on rosebudchannel.com. And I purchased the shrimp, which were wild gulf prawns at Cartwright's Market in Medford, where they were available fresh, raw, with their shells on. I find that that is very often, most often, the best way to obtain shrimp. They're the most flavorful, strictly speaking, and they do take a little bit of work. If you're feeding a crowd, you maybe want to think about the labor, your time involved with peeling and deveining all those shrimp. It may take about 20 minutes if you're going to do somewhere in the neighborhood of two pounds of shrimp. It depends on how adept you are at this, how much you practice it. I demonstrated the process in my upcoming video. Find that on rosebudchannel.com. 
under the watch more menu on the right hand side of the page, pull that down. And on the second line down, you'll see for the love of food. I thought I'd share in this podcast, another couple of very easy shrimp recipes that I was inspired to make after that really favorable impression with the shrimp cocktail salad that I absolutely loved. I posted to my blog on July 7th, a recipe for shrimp with feta and tomato. These flavors reminded me a lot of that cocktail sauce, using tomato, using scallions. And of course, Italian flat leaf parsley is traditional in this. It's a Greek recipe, but you could also use the season's fresh basil that would be absolutely delicious. I also realized preparing the shrimp cocktail salad that I'm starting to warm up to an ingredient that I have rigorously avoided almost my entire life, red bell pepper. Now granted, the flavors vary widely among the different colors of bell pepper, specifically from green to red, orange, and yellow is sort of the biggest flavor difference. Green is an absolute non-starter for me. I don't eat any dishes that have green bell pepper. It's just a flavor I, I can't abide. Red, yellow, and orange, I've managed to incorporate into dishes over the years, namely by roasting the peppers, stripping away the skin, which is kind of this astringent, bitter part of the pepper that has the most pronounced flavor. And then underneath, the flesh is sweetened and it's softened by the whole roasting process. And I like to incorporate bell peppers that way in my cooking. My younger son, though, just strangely enough, is a huge fan of bell pepper, the red, yellow, and orange ones. I don't know where he gets it. He absolutely loves them. And so I've been keeping a lot of those mini sweet peppers on hand that he can just snack on. I sometimes get so many if he doesn't eat enough that I'm looking for ways to incorporate them into our meals. I don't want them to go to waste. So I've been trying to get around my kind of historical dislike for this ingredient. And as with a lot of things, I find that my enjoyment has a lot to do with the size and shape, you know, the quantity of food itself, how much I'm getting in a single bite. I loved the bell pepper in the shrimp cocktail salad demonstrated on For the Love of Food because it was a really small dice. I purposely tried to keep the dice really small, paired with soft olives and some slightly tangy scallions in this spicy homemade cocktail sauce. It was just really delicious. It wowed me, like I said in my blog post. And I've also found that very, very thinly slicing these sweet mini peppers is sort of a texture and quantity I can handle in some dishes. And I'm thinking of incorporating them next in the most recent post to my blog, July 9th under the headline, Red Pepper Sweetened Shrimp Saute. This is a recipe for shrimp with soy, garlic, ginger, and lemon. Very simple, very straightforward. It can be served over rice or an Asian-style noodle. I'm going to give that recipe in this podcast along with a recipe for shrimp with feta and tomato. They're both short. They're both simple. Again, shrimp is showcased best in the simplest recipes. So let's dive into those. First, shrimp with feta and tomato. That was posted July 7th to my blog under the headline, Simplest Shrimp Recipes Will Wow Diners. It calls for 16 medium raw shrimp. Again, that can be peeled or with the shell on. 
five tablespoons olive oil, one and three quarter ounces scallions that include some of the green part. Those are finely chopped. Three garlic cloves that have been peeled and chopped. One 14 ounce canned crushed tomatoes. You certainly can use garden fresh tomatoes or locally grown tomato if you're finding those already at farmer's markets or farm stands. Peeling those will probably yield the best results in this recipe or again, just stick with that can of tomatoes. Four tablespoons chopped Italian parsley, that's a flat leaf type, and that's a divided use. Salt and black pepper to taste, and four and a half ounces feta cheese that's been crumbled. Start shrimp with feta and tomato by peeling and deveining those 16 medium raw shrimp if they aren't already peeled and deveined. Again, you can see me demonstrate this in my upcoming For the Love of Food video on rosebudchannel.com. Make sure to leave the tails intact, which is to say that shell part that covers the tail that lets you sort of pick up the shrimp with your fingertips and eat it that way. Once all the shrimp are peeled and deveined, heat the five tablespoons olive oil in a wide nonstick pan that has a lid and saute the one and three quarter ounces scallions, those are sliced, on medium-low heat until they're softened. Add the three peeled and chopped garlic cloves and cook until those are fragrant for about 30 seconds. You'll smell that garlic when it's cooked enough. Then add the 14 ounce canned crushed tomatoes and two tablespoons of that chopped flat leaf parsley plus salt and pepper to taste. Put the lid on the pan and simmer for 10 minutes or so. Add the peeled and deveined shrimp to the pan and turn to cover them all with the sauce. Simmer uncovered for three to four minutes the shrimp don't need a lot of time to cook. You don't want to overcook them, which makes them tough and saps their flavor. Then scatter in the four and a half ounces crumbled feta, put the lid back on the pan and cook until the feta just softens, which should just take a couple of minutes. This recipe indicates about five minutes, but it all kind of depends on the type of feta and the texture. There are some very firm varieties and some less firm varieties. I would err on the side of less cooking so you really get a nice chunk of the cheese rather than it just melting into the sauce. While it's cooking, shake the pan once or twice. And then serve this with a good grind of pepper and the remaining two tablespoons fresh flat leaf parsley scattered on top alongside some fresh artisan bread. And that makes six to eight servings. It's a recipe from Food from Many Greek Kitchens by Tessa Kiros. And I reposted that recipe from Tribune News Service to my blog on July 7th under the headline, Simplest Shrimp Recipes Will Wow Diners. So the next recipe cooks very quickly as well. You may spend most of your time actually peeling and deveining the shrimp. Again, depending on the type that you choose. This recipe for shrimp with soy, garlic, ginger, and lemon calls for 12 ounces shrimp. Again, shelled, but with the tail left on if possible. You may find a peeled and deveined raw shrimp that you wanna use, but I find, as I already mentioned, that the type with the shells already intact, generally speaking, have the best flavor. So for this recipe, Choose 12 ounces of shrimp 
It also calls for one and a half tablespoon soy sauce, one tablespoon plus three quarter teaspoon peeled and minced fresh ginger. That's a divided use. Two tablespoons lemon juice, two teaspoons minced garlic. That's a divided use. A quarter teaspoon pepper, two tablespoons medium dry sherry, two teaspoons cornstarch, two tablespoons neutral flavored oil. It specifies not olive oil. You can use grapeseed oil. I like to use avocado oil for just my general kind of sauteing, higher heat cooking is a nice choice. A half cup diced or sliced sweet red peppers. You can use those mini peppers that are widely available now in grocery stores or a larger bell pepper. And a half bunch of watercress with the bottom one inch of stems cut off. This is optional. Watercress is widely available now in grocery stores, I find. Whether you want to use it or not is a matter of preference here. You may also consider something like spinach added at the last second would be a nice touch if you want some green in this dish. And serve it with hot steamed white rice or an Asian style noodle. Maybe a rice noodle would be nice. So start shrimp with soy, garlic, ginger, and lemon by combining in a medium bowl the 12 ounces peeled and deveined shrimp with one and a half tablespoons soy sauce, one tablespoon of the peeled and minced fresh ginger, the two tablespoons lemon juice, one teaspoon of the minced garlic, the quarter teaspoon pepper, and the two tablespoons medium dry sherry. That's a marinade cover the shrimp in that mixture and refrigerate for an hour. Then drain the shrimp, retaining the marinade. You're going to save it and use it for the sauce in the stir fry. Mix a third cup water with the two teaspoons cornstarch and the reserved marinade. Stir well to dissolve the cornstarch. And then in a small saucepan, Bring the mixture to a boil and cook, stirring continuously for one minute. Set that aside. In a large skillet, heat the two tablespoons neutral oil and add the drained marinated shrimp, the remaining one teaspoon minced garlic, and the remaining three-quarter teaspoon peeled and minced fresh ginger. Stir fry over high heat for 30 seconds, then add the half cup diced or sliced sweet red peppers and cook, stirring for another 30 seconds. Add that sauce and bring to a boil, stirring frequently. Remove the pan from the heat and immediately add the watercress if you're using that and serve the dish immediately over steamed rice or Asian-style noodles. And that makes four servings. The recipe is from the Frog Commissary Cookbook by Stephen Posis, Anne Clark, and Becky Roller. And I reposted that from Tribune News Service to my July 9th blog post under the headline, Red pepper sweetened shrimp saute. Find those recipes on my blog, The Whole Dish, at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.